Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us again today on Life Point. And if you tuned in yesterday, you know I had a guest with me, uh, my friend and fellow pastor, uh, Pastor Don Bertelson. And uh, hi, Don. Good to see you again. Yeah, I'm glad to be back with you. And Thanks look forward for, to what we have to talk about today. Yeah, more money, huh? More money. We're going to talk about more money. We're going to keep talking about giving and money and what God would have us do. He wants all of us. I think he wants to take care of all of us. But he surely wants us to honor him. Well, let's have a word of prayer. Lord, thanks for the day. Thanks for Don. Thanks for our listeners. God, open our hearts that we would know what you would have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Don, I don't know about you, but I feel so blessed even uh, being in the United States of America and even living in this great state to know that I have shelter over my head and I have food at the table, probably more than I need, <laughs> and I can do things I enjoy, yeah. you know? Yeah, that sometimes we have to be maybe pushed out of our comfort zone to realize just how blessed we are, as we do have homes and we do have the things that we need. Either one of us look like we've ever missed a meal, so we do pretty well. Yes, uh, that is absolutely the truth. Except you look like you might have missed a meal. I surely don't look like I missed any meals. But but during the great revival in the Book of Acts, the church added to its numbers daily. It said and said people met together. And they prayed together, and they shared with one another, and the church grew rapidly. Yes. I think that's a big word. They shared with one another. Yeah. You know, how many church growth seminars during our time of pastors have we gone to when the greatest seminar that we could ever go and attend is Acts 242 to 246? Oh, yes. Right there, it tells us exactly what... Jesus did with his disciples at the beginning, instructed them to meet together, share together, and do those things. And God will honor that and add to your soul, add to your group of people. So, And he does, and he's done that over and over again. And we've watched churches grow. We've got some churches that well, our church has grown over the years, but boy, not as rapidly as some of them. And recently I've heard of a couple of churches that are just just really growing. One of them, of course, I've talked about a number of times is Rock Harbor. I mean, he Someone said that they're near uh, near five thousand people now. I, that is ama- amazing. Trying to reach people for Christ, I'm so proud of them, Pastor Keith and his uh, group over there. And then another church that is growing rapidly is the Grace Bible Church in Napa, and it is it's amazing. Pastor Keith is doing a phenomenal job over there. And not only that, they preach such a great holiness gospel and. And people are responding to it. People are coming, and they've had to add another service. And and you know what? We need to be reaching people. We shouldn't be concerned about our, our church, but the the big church that God is interested in those that that are going to uh, serve Him and follow Him. We need to fill all our churches, not just Cloverdale Church of God, but we need to do our part too, and we need to love our neighbors as ourselves. And so it's. Very important, but we are told to contribute to this need of the saints. Some people have a different interpretation of what saints mean. <laughs> Some people think it's the New Orleans Saints, yeah. the football team. Yeah, but we sure don't need to contribute to them. But for sure. I believe he's referring to those who have been solid Christians for years, and they need our help. Whatever your inter- interpretation might be, we've been asked to help him find this in Romans chapter twelve, verses ten through thirteen. Let me read this to you. Says love from the center of who you are. Don't fake it. And this is a this is a translation because this is the only Bible that that I'm uh, I didn't bring mine today, so I'm going to read out this translation. Run for dear life from evil, 
<laughs> Boy, this is really, this must be the message. And hold on to dear, dear life to good. Be good friends who love deeply. Practice playing second fiddle. Isn't that interesting? Don't burn out. Keep yourself fueled and to flame. Be alert servants of the ma- of the master. Cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times. Pray all the harder. Help needy Christians. Be inventive in hospitality. So, boy, yeah, that's an interesting uh, version. <laughs> i got to even see. It's a message. It is a message, message translation. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Some people use a message translation. I don't mind using other translations as long as it doesn't change the intent of, of the, the script. scripture. Yeah, you know, if it does do that, then I certainly don't want to use that. But anyway, uh, that uh, that kind of laid it out. You know, we are take care of uh, those all around us. There are many crooked bosses in this world. Only considering the wealth they are bringing to themselves and treating their employees and people around. And there's there's I remember years ago I had a close friend who asked. One of our basketball coaches to help him dig a dig a ditch, so he helped him for 16 hours. He worked digging it, killing himself, digging a ditch for his boss, for his basketball coach. And the boss was so generous that 16 hours he was paid 16 dollars, oh. a dollar an hour. Needless to say, there was just a little animosity by my friend, but we were told to pay honest wage for honest work. And you have the you know, we have seen God. Uh, work in our lives, and we need to be generous back to people. But we must we must learn to be responsible with what God entrusted us, whether it's little or a lot, or a lot. Yeah. And I think we both had those in my life. There's been times I've had little. Yep. And uh, there's been times I've been more blessed. Yeah. And that's I think that's the time that through our growth process we we learn those things. The times where we wonder if we're going to make it through this month, and then then we have these months where we said, Wow. Look what God's done for us this month. And how was it for you, Don, in, in Bakersfield, California? Well, you know, we were we were an um, older congregation working through some things, but um, it was there were times when the the month was difficult. We had to wonder if we were going to make it, but again, God provided for us, and and you know, it was interesting. They were really wanting to move to a different area, and I thought, well, I don't know if I'm a pastor to do a building program so i i came up here to caldwell and the first thing they were doing is we're building a church <laughs> <laughs> and so um we learned a lot in finances of that as you did as well uh-huh. as we had a building program almost simultaneously as we were working together yeah yeah and uh god bless those things but we were asked to give to god you know yes through the old testament and the new we were asked to give to god Many miss out on God's blessing because they don't give. In fact, we find that in Malachi 3, uh, verses 6 or 10, you know, about how we are not supposed to rob God. We're supposed to give to God the first uh, fruit of our lives. And, boy, so many people don't. And the word tithe means 10%. You will actually find that in a dictionary. God even asked us to test him in this, to see if, we won't op- if he won't open up the floodgates of heaven and take care of us. A tithe goes to God and I don't direct it. I'm not directing my tithe. I don't give a tithe to the church that so you got to put it here or there. Now, that's an offering. You might want to don- give a donation to a building fund or to another special need. That is above tithe in my book. You know, my, ten- my 10% goes straight to the church, and anything else I want to give uh, is an offering. And, uh, and then we can, we can help, like, with missions, trips, and all sorts of things. But I want you know I want to give to things. I want to be I want to be a generous person. I think we all ought to be generous people. I've told the congregation even back at the beginning when we had sixty people 
that I, as a pastor, will model tithing. I've, you know, I've, I've, a lot of things I have not shared from the pulpit, but you know, I get a tithing report, I look at it, and I, and I make sure that I'm, and I'm, giving at least ten uh, percent, but closer to twenty percent, because I want to be an example. I said, hey, if you want to check my tithing record, you're welcome to do that, because I want to be an example. I think we as people ought to be an example. You know, we reap what we sow. You know, and of course that's kind of the whole thing in life, Don, the way we are with people and the way we treat people sometimes, you know. If you don't treat them well, they're, yeah. they're not going to treat you well. Yeah, that's true. And and we talked earlier about honoring those who who really pave the way for a lot of ways. You know, you and I have, have churches uh, that saints before us came. Your dad in particular yep. paved the way for the church that we, that I pastored for almost 20 years. Yep. And we need to be, you know, and respect them and remember and honor the fact of their love, commitment to, to God and his church that because of them, and Hebrews reminds us to remember those people. Yes, it does. You know, and in Second Corinthians nine six, when talking about reaping and sowing, it says, "Remember this: whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously." The principle is not just in finances, but it's in everyday life. You will reap what you sow. God loves a cheerful giver. He says in Second Corinthians nine seven, each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or a compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. He doesn't want you giving and regretting. Oh, I'm going to give a couple hundred dollars. I don't want to give that much. Well, then don't, because God wants to. We want you to be a cheerful giver. God isn't interested in you feeling guilty about giving. He just wants you to give from your heart. And from the Spirit of God, you give because you understand what God's desire is for you. Giving is a very important uh, important component to worship, you know. And I, I don't want people to leave today thinking, "Oh, Pastor Tom and Don, they hammered hammered on me." But I want to leave saying this: God needs to lead you and me and show us direction. Remember, God loves a cheerful giver, not a grumpy one. You ever been around grumpy people, Don? And don't say oh. me, since I'm right in front of you here. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> yeah, and so you know we've been around yeah. grumpy people, and 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 I I tend finances tend to make me grumpy sometimes. I'm at home talking to my wife. We want to do something, and and one of us will say, "Well, we better probably shouldn't do that because we don't have the money to do that, or whatever it might be." And then the other one of us gets grumpy because we think we have the money to do it, and you know and we don't get to do it. No, I but I just think people listening today, if you could be wise with what God has given you, be a wise steward of what God has given you. You know, take care of your needs, take care of your families, and certainly honor God through all that. And you know, He's going to bless you. He's blessed us over and over and over again. Don and I are both the same age. Don and I actually are 17, I, 17, days, of, 17 days apart. I'm yeah. the old man. Yeah, you're the elder. Yeah, you. we're both 17 days apart, and we've both been in ministry a long time. And, of course, both of us have been real close friends. We've grown closer and closer over the years, but we've both been blessed by God, and He has taken care of our needs. And now that we're at the kind of retirement age, you know, He's still and we get to work together. We That's do, even, uh, even the greatest. It thing. is, and He's still taking care of us. Yep. And so I, I hope that you too will be a wise steward of what God has given you. Be and be generous. Be generous to those around you, those that need help. Be like the Church of Acts. That's why that Church of Acts took off because they cared for each other. 
Yeah. Well, folks, we got to go. Don, thanks for joining hey, me the last couple days. Good time, and, and yeah. thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, folks, you go out and make a difference. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.